What is going on everyone? Mike here with the Turntable Teachers. Class is officially back in session. And wherever you may be tuning into this episode, thank you so much for the support. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are an old listener or you've been a fan of ours for a long time, welcome back. Either way, really appreciate the support, guys. Thank you so much. We are here for episode 38. I am flying solo today uh, for this episode. Haven't really done a regular episode in a while. Uh, You know, we've been really working hard on a couple of things behind the scenes. Also had a ton for our night school series that's been out. You know, we've been dropping basically weekly now. We've been dropping a new interview with an artist, um, really actually branching out of even the Boston area. So uh, if you're, like I said, if you are new to the show, we have a ton of interviews out with local and uh, nationally and soon even international artists, which super excited to uh, share those with you guys. But yeah, so we have a ton of content out already. And uh, but we haven't really done, like I said, a regular episode in a little while. And of course, like I said, been working a lot on the interviews, but also got two partnerships in the works. One is actually launching on Wednesday where uh, this is being released. So in, in just a few days, uh, we are launching our partnership with Right Mind. And essentially what that is, uh, it's a it's a brand that rapper Jay Faith from Lowell, Massachusetts, he kind of created. He wants to really help out young teens and young adults with four major categories, fitness, financial literacy, mental health, and of course, music and music development. That's kind of where we're coming in on this. And basically every Wednesday from here on out, we're going to be sharing either a short podcast episode or a blog and that was that will basically provide you know resources for anyone that's trying to get into the music industry or maybe you're an artist now but you're looking for you know to brush up on a certain skill or learn a new skill uh, that's really what we're about here is education learning and growing together and so we are going to be providing resources like i said through short podcasts or blogs each and every week on wednesday going forward so nothing will change we'll still have a episode every Sunday, whether it be a night school episode or an episode just like this. We'll also have the an additional blog or podcast episode on Wednesdays. And we've been working really hard on this for, gosh, probably since the start of the summer. So it's just been really exciting to finally have this ready to launch. And, and kind of part of the reason why we haven't done a, a normal podcast episode in, in quite a while. And also, we have another partnership coming out in a little while, I don't want to give out too many details of that, but we're there is also going to be a brand new spinoff series for this podcast as well with that partnership. So I don't want to give too much details into that yet because it's still in the works. Right mind, like I said, ready to launch, will be launched. Some of you guys, when you end up listening to this, it might already be launched. So go check out those resources on our website through our podcast. It's going to be a great time and I'm super excited to have these partnerships in the works specifically with Jay Faith and everybody that we're working with on the Right Mind section of our show. So once again, shout out the Right Mind guys, Jay Faith, Michael Settle with Blaze Training, and uh, of course, our producer, Sam McKenzie, who is just doing a lot of our video stuff. Today's episode, all right, I've actually wanted to talk about this for a little while, Uh, really actually been fascinated with this for years, actually, believe it or not. 
And this is the Double XL Freshman list. It came out a couple of weeks ago, and they had every year. If you're unfamiliar with Double XL, it is one of the biggest rap magazines uh, going. And every year they do what's called a Double XL Freshman list, and they pick 10 to 12 ish artists every year that they think are going to pop off or kind of already popped off. And that's at least what I kind of gather and understand about what the what the whole list entails. And for me, I've always been fascinated with, you know, the way they kind of do this. Sometimes they hit, you know, I mean, they've had J. Cole as a freshman before, Tenzel Curry, Chance the Rapper. I mean, Travis Scott, Joey Badass, Ab Soul, Kendrick Lamar, the list kind of goes on and on and on how many you know, guys and gals that, and even gals, like I said, Tierra Wack was one last year. She's been huge. Rico Nasty had a big year. So they hit on a lot. And then sometimes they, they might miss with, you know, a guy like Lil Pump or Blockboy JB, who hasn't really done a whole heck of a lot since he came out. Uh, Diggy Simmons. And that was Russell Simmons's nephew or son. I can't remember off the top of my head. OJ the Juice Man. Like, again, Depending upon what their criteria is for picking the list, I am not a hundred percent sure of for a fact that they definitely have like a they definitely have like a fan and viewer vote or some of some sort as well on that. But anyway, long story short, uh, we're going to be basically reacting to the 2020 Double XL Freshman list. Uh, I'm going to give you guys basically three segments of this episode. So we're going to break down the like I said the 2020 list. Uh, going to break it down basically you know, the good. So which choices do I think they really hit on the average? So like, you know, what artists are, you know, in that middle ground right now could pop, but maybe could also flop. And then of course, the the bad. So which ones did they pick that I am just scratching my head not unsure of why they made this list There's always a handful of those every single year. So I'm going to break that down first, then quickly, I'm going to go through what I feel are my top five freshman classes that Double XL has done. I'll kind of explain to that that when I get to that section of of this episode, um, I'll kind of explain what my criteria was for picking my top five. They've actually been doing this since 2007. So a lot to choose from, and I'll give you my top five. And then at the very end, I'm actually going to give you guys my freshman list. So Turntable Teachers, obviously, it's kind of also on brand with us a little bit, you know, given the whole school a brand, of course, of our show, an education brand. Uh, I picked 12 artists, uh, in my opinion, that I think are either underrated or are ready to pop uh, at any given moment uh, throughout this year or in the next few years. And uh, so I picked 12 artists that I'm going to share with you guys that are that are my freshman list. We'll call them the, the, the turntable teachers freshman uh, version of the double XL. So, but first... Let's go over the 2020 XXL Freshman list. Right now, the selections were Polo G, Chica, Pop Smoke, NLE Choppa, Jack Harlow, Lil Keed, Lil TJ, Fabio Foreign, Cowboy, Rod Wave, Baby Keem, 24K Golden, and Mulatto. Now, I've been a little bit critical of double XL the last few years I feel like they haven't personally had a great list since about 2016 in my opinion I feel like the last few and that's not to say they haven't had good selections in the last few years they had a mean uh two years ago and or three years ago excuse me in 2017 uh they had Jid in 2018 um you know last year of course like I said they had Tierra Wack 
Rico Nasty, YBN Corday, or kind of goes by Corday now, excuse me. Uh, Roddy Rich, DaBaby, Megan The Stallion. So, I mean, they haven't, the lists haven't been awful. I just haven't felt like they've been up to snuff with some of the earlier lists that they've done. Uh, why, I'm not 100% sure. But with this list in particular, um, overall, I don't think there's just a clear enough distinction between a lot of these artists. There's a lot of cloudy emo trap rap, almost like that SoundCloud rap. They really kind of focusing on that I feel like the last few years at double XL they've been really he- uh, they've had a heavy hand with a lot of that type of hip-hop which kind of is annoying to me because there's so many different subgenres of hip-hop I feel like it should kind of have a, a bigger range really but I don't know either way I'm gonna kind of break down like I said three I kind of broke this this list into three categories so you know who do I think they hit on this list who are the good? Uh, the average kind of the so-so artists that you know could go either way at this point and then the ones that I just I just can't see how they made this list or why I'll start with the bad Um, just get that out of the way NLE Choppa yikes Uh, I've never liked this dude personally Uh, I find him very generic I think he's his voice is very whiny even off-putting and especially his lyricism too for me is just not there uh, on his song "Walk 'Em Down" that that I listened to the other day, I I couldn't believe how actually kind of like I said, off-putting and just gross some of his lyrics were. Like for example, "You go against me, then you fucked up just like a used condom. I roll 'em up and smoke 'em like some good ganja." Yeesh. Like how many times have we heard lines in hip hop similar to this? Number one, number two. You just got fucked like a used condom? Like, ugh, that's not even a great bar. Like, that's just, it's lazy to me. It's lazy writing. And then, on the, uh, of course, I, I listen to all the freestyles, too. I thought this group as a whole really kind of didn't bring it with, with the freestyles, if I'm being honest. I thought only a handful of these artists really kind of shined and stood aw- uh, away from the pack. But with his freestyle in particular... He even like he messed up on on, on towards the back and he or he stuttered. I'm not even 100 percent sure, but he just had some really like lazy bars. I think he even used an, another one. He said like his eyes are so low, I look like an Asian. Like so, just not creative. Um, I don't find him to be an artist that really like separates himself from others. I know he has a big following. I, I get it. A lot of these artists clearly do. They they kind of have clout right now, or they have like a big hit song or whatever like so maybe a lot of these artists in hindsight like maybe they're just not for me not my taste of hip-hop or really my taste of music in general not a fan of nle choppa i can't really understand why he got selected here i guess like i said he has a big big uh you know audience and, and fan base i get that but to me he's just not 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 up to snuff for a, a freshman list uh feature just just for me personally uh Lil keed is another one that I'm just not feeling, man. I I honestly feel like he's just a poor man's Travis Scott. He's got a very nasally voice, though, so he's not as engaging as Travis Scott is. And if you don't think that he sounds or he's biting Travis Scott, go listen to his flow on Wavy or Snake, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It literally sounds like he's biting the flow of Travis Scott. And again, I, I don't think this dude is as bad as NLE Choppa, potentially, but still, I'm not feeling this guy either. Uh, when, when I get, went back and listened to some of these these artists, uh, Lil Keed was definitely one that I was not impressed with. Uh, Mulatto is another one. Uh, she, 
I, I guess she in this group that I put in with like the bad, um, I think she's the best of the of these four artists that I selected in this in this section. I think she's the best rapper of the four and easily has the best voice of the bunch. But again, I just don't I don't feel anything when I listen to her music. I just I, it just doesn't really resonate with me personally. And she does have a little bit of talent in terms of a like I said as as a voice, but I just uh, she doesn't give anything creative like a Tierra Whack. I don't think she's as talented as a lyricist or even as a spitter like someone like Rico Nasty or Megan The Stallion just from last year's list. So I don't know if she's undeserving of the list necessarily. I know again I know she has a big following, but to me I just don't see the appeal. I I, I don't think she has what it takes to be a freshman list. I mean, of course, Double XL disagreed with me, so take my opinion with a grain of salt. I just, I just don't see it personally. And Baby Keem is on this list as well. And uh, shout out Odin's TV. He's probably gonna kill me for uh, putting Baby Keem on on the uh, on the bad uh, when he was over here before pre pre pandemic when we did our Kendrick Lamar uh, episode with him. He showed us Baby Keem, who is apparently Kendrick's cousin or has some kind of bloodline relation with Kendrick. Uh, I think he's the most unique sounding of the four artists in this that I put in this category, but I just can't get into, into him personally. He's really just boring. Like, I don't think his music's bad. That's really the, the group of artists from this list that I just, for whatever reason don't see how they made the list or, or what the really appeal is for them to make the list. So now I'm going to get into the average. So which are the artists here that I think are all right? Um, nothing to write home about, but worthy enough, I guess, to make make a list. The first is 24K uh, Golden. Um, I think he's a little bit more tolerable than some of the last uh, artists that I had in the last group. I do see what he's trying to do with his sound. I'm just not the biggest fan, but he's not awful. Uh, with a sound like this, I actually prefer Rod Wave. Spoiler alert, he's on my best line in terms of the you know, the three tiers I kind of put in uh, with this list. But I, I do prefer Rod Wave for sure to 24K Golden. Um, he's passable. I, I don't think he's whack by any means uh, on some of his tracks. But yeah, not a huge fan either way. Uh, Lil TJ, I, I find Lil TJ has some redeeming qualities for sure. I think his flow is pretty dope. I specifically liked him on uh, Just Juice, who's a, a, a Natick-born uh, Natick artist. I don't think he's based there anymore, but uh, he had him on, he had Lil TJ on World Fall Down, which I reviewed. That was like the first Boston artist review I think we ever did. And I liked him there. He plays with some very melodic flow patterns and instrumental progressions. I do remember listening to his album, which the name of it right now is escaping me. I don't think it really matters at this point. If you're a little TJ fan, you probably know what it is. But either way, uh, there are some redeeming qualities with little TJ. Uh, definitely a guy that has a, a future. I don't know. I, I don't know how long or what his trajectory could be. Uh, I definitely think he has a brighter future than some on this list, but he again, he doesn't wow me in any way. Uh, but I, I do like him when I've seen him in spots. Five uh, Yo Foreign is the next guy I have in this tier, which is kind of the average tier. I first heard him on Drake's 
Dark Lane demo tapes, which dropped uh, earlier in the spring. He reminds me a lot of JPEG Mafia, to be honest with you, just the way that he kind of uh, spits some of his flow patterns and some of the the way that his cadence even a little bit kind of reminds me of JPEG. But he doesn't execute creatively nearly as well to me. Uh, I feel like JPEG Mafia is definitely a little bit more uh, unique in his own right. Um, but I, I do like Five Year Foreign's doing. I think so. Again, I, I think that overall he like, he has a bright future as well. I know people really liked his album. There is some appeal to what he's doing. So Five Year Foreign on this list, I think he could go either way. I think he could flop. I think he or I think he could pop. And then uh, Cowboy uh, first heard him on Chances the Big Day. Again, again, another guy I'm not super over the moon about, but don't think he's awful. Uh, I actually really like the song Envy Me a lot. I think that's a super cool joint. And I think out of this group, he might have the brightest future, in my opinion, out of this out of this potential tier that I, that I kind of separated them with. So that's really who I have in the middle ground there. And then the best of the best are the last five that I haven't said anything about yet. Of course, I mentioned Rod Wave a little bit earlier. I was stunned when I first heard Soul on Ice. I believe it was one of our very first uh, Instagram lives that we did over the coronavirus back when before uh, Instagram changed their copyright laws and we were doing like reaction reviews and having, you know, fans come in into the chat and, and recommend us songs and us reviewing them on the spot. This was one of the artists that got recommended that night. And I thought personally his voice was like, almost earth shattering in a sense it's very powerful i love the melodies that he plays with and the instrumentation that he uses is always production is always very bright colorful but it always feels like it has a purpose as well and definitely like i said soul on ice is like the most notable song to me that he's put out we definitely check that one out uh his new album was 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 good i, I liked it as well and i think he he has a, a place in hip-hop i almost like him kind of reminds me a little bit of the weekend in a sense uh, but his his delivery is much much different than the weekend. But kind of on that same like sing song rap, you know, melodic structure of a song. So love what Rod Wave's doing. I think this is a great pick for Double XL. I think they really nailed these five that I'm about to say. Uh, Pop Smoke is also on this list, of course. Rest in peace, taken from us far 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 too soon. And I actually thought that he's really carved out his own lane in hip-hop even before like I said before he passed because to me he was really bringing back a lot of what made G-Unit and 50 Cent relevant really early on in the 2000s and he kind of brought back that street gritty uh, hip-hop that I that a lot of people gravitated towards in the 2000s and since hasn't really been as much in the limelight but he kind of brought it there a little bit more I thought Shoot for the Stars his album his posthumous album that came out uh, over the summer. I thought that thing was fantastic. I thought both the woos were pretty solid. So Pop Smoke, I give I give them a lot of credit for picking him on this list. And, and I, I thought this one was kind of a no-brainer out of this whole list. I think he was definitely the most no-brainer, possibly. Uh, Chica is next on this list. Man, oh man, I think she is so talented. I think she can sing really well. She raps really well. She's got bars and flow. Which is, which is obviously a great package to have as an artist, especially as a hip-hop artist. Uh, her song, You Should, I encourage anybody 
to go listen to that song regardless of what type of music you like that song is amazing i can't stop playing it it's been in heavy rotation for me for weeks now what separates her the most i think out of everyone on this list is that her bars are always focused and extremely thoughtful uh, just to give you an example is the title track on her uh, EP or, or short project that she put out this year called Industry Games. That track is awesome. Go check it out. The EP itself is great too. But uh, just to kind of give you guys perspective on what I'm talking about with like the very thoughtful and focused bars, that would be the track to go check out for that. Uh, Polo G kind of going into as well with you know Pop Smoke. Uh, he is right now doing I think some of the better street rap out there. Uh, again, similar to Pop Smoke, but of course, and in, in with the difference with pa, uh, Polo G in terms of Pop Smoke is Polo G has more of like the Chicago drill sound, but Pop Smoke has that more New York styled sound. But either way, uh, I listened to The Goat. Uh, I thought that album was really, really solid. I liked a majority of it. Uh, I really like what Polo G is doing. I think he's an artist that definitely people should pay attention to, especially if you're a hip hop fan. Jack Harlow. I think this is with Pop Smoke. This is probably the most obvious choice for a freshman. Uh, I love his vocal command. I think his bars are always very clear and even heady, but he also has finds a way to make the songs that he does catchy as well. I like the great melodic pockets that he finds. I really think out of this group, you could probably make the case for Rod Wave and Chica as well with this, but I think he might be the most talented or he has the most elite talent out of this entire group. I think if I were to place a bet with this group on who was going to be the biggest and have the longest career, I think Jack Harlow's the guy. So he would be, for me, that my pick on that. And, I mean, I think it's pretty – I don't think I'm going on out on a limb by any means in saying that because, you know, obviously what's popping was a freaking hit. Uh, his new track, nothing I like a lot with J-Rock and Problem. And he's just getting a lot of, like, notable cosigns you know, from people uh, in the industry, like big names in the industry. Obviously, he had the uh, the What's Poppin' remix with uh, Lil Wayne and uh, who else was on that? It was Baby, I think, right? I'm actually going to look that up. I don't even remember. It was Tory Lanez, um, Lil Wayne, and Baby. I was right. Okay, I just wanted to double check. So in terms of Jack Harlow, I think he has the most high-end talent out of anybody on this list. So overall... The 20, and, and oh, and by the way, I think Jack Harlow was one of the few. Him, Chica, and Rod Wave, I think were the only ones that really had legitimately memorable freestyles to me uh, for their XXL uh, freshman freestyles. So anyway, overall, it's it's an okay group. I really don't think it's um, one of the, spoiler alert, it's not one of the top five that XXL has ever done for sure. Really, for me, might be a bottom five, actually. Uh, the last few years have been a bit disappointing with some of their selections. So, as as a whole, they've had some, like I said, some they've had some selections that I've I've liked. Obviously, as I mentioned a few earlier, but you know, to me, it's an okay class. It's nothing to write home about. Uh, hopefully, twenty twenty one is a better better class, better showing. But I think there were better selections out there. I usually do, and uh, I don't think this group is a a group we're gonna look back on five ten years from now and say, oh wow, like how many stars came out of this group. Um, again, I, I know that it's a little bit easier with some of the older lists to, to sit back and actually have that. There's more recency bias as well too, though. So it kind of kind of goes both ways uh, in a sense. But I don't know, man. For me, I, I don't see it with this group. I think they're, like I said, I think Jack Harlow 
is a highlight. I think he's going to be great. I think Chica's got a bright future. Uh, Rod Wave, I think, has a ton of talent and just has to kind of keep improving. Pop Smoke, I think, would have been as well if he hadn't hadn't passed, I think, and got murdered, actually, I should say. Uh, you know, if he hadn't been murdered, I think that he would have had a brighter future than most of the people on this list as well. So, But now, of course, it's, it's limited because we don't have as much from him. So, so that's my XXL 2020 freshman uh, reviewer reaction, reaction, I should say. So now I want to uh, pivot a little bit and give you guys my top five double XL classes. So which classes do I think double XL got right or, or had the best selections or best choices, which, which lists are kind of, kind of the best. And where I, where I kind of sat with this is a couple of things. I went with, uh, industry success. All right. So which classes overall with the, the artists that were lumped into their specific year, which ones have had the most success in the industry, uh, which ones are the most popular. And then obviously, of course, like which ones do I obviously gravitate towards and like, so there's a little bit of like, you know, how have they done what's in terms of their, their talent and their growth as an artist and really as, as a, as a class. Uh, but also for me, like likability was a factor in this. So I kind of went about 50, 50. So anyway, um, in terms of my lists here, or in terms of the list, here are my top five. Okay. At number five, I have the 2014 class. Now, the 2014 class, I thought, didn't have as much high-end talent as the four classes I have in front. However, I do believe that this is one of the deepest and also uh, most consistent classes that's had. Really, the only one from this list that I didn't, see, that I don't think really had any sort of career whatsoever was after this, and I could be wrong, but Troy Ave really didn't pop. Um, but there was a lot of great artists on this list. I mean, of course, headlined with this list was Chance the Rapper. He's probably, you know, the most illustrious pick from the 2014 class. Ty Dolla Sign's obviously here too, uh, was a great pick. Isaiah Rashad, I mean, TDE, he's obviously on that label. I know he's supposed to have an album this year. I, I hope. We'll see what happens with that. Um, August Alsina, or as the Smiths like to call him, Augie. Uh, I think... Uh, he had a pretty good uh, has had a pretty good career for the most part. Jaron Benton, I think, in the underground has really done an awesome job of like staying relevant. And then you got other picks too, like Lil Durk obviously is huge. Kevin Gates has had a lot of success. Uh, Vic Mensa is pretty decent as well, and, and I know he's a little bit polarizing, but I've always kind of liked Vic Mensa's music here and there. Yeah, overall, I thought this was a pretty good class. I mean, Rich Homie Quan and Lil Bibby. They're a little, they're not like the worst of the worst. Like there are some classes here that have like just some horrible picks. I don't think they were awful. And John Connor, I mean, to me, he is probably the one guy on this list that I think didn't really pan out the way I had hoped. Because I always, after the the Compton record uh, that Dr. Dre did and with him on it, and then just hearing some of his older stuff, I, I always hoped that John Connor made that next leap he just never really did uh so that's what i have the 2014 class as the number five overall uh double xl freshman list uh number four i have 2016's list which i i don't think there was a single miss besides designer on here and i'll run through those for you Lil uzi vert i mean say what you want about Lil uzi vert he is an absolute just like 
god when it comes to modern hip-hop and and he his fan base is just like on a next level in terms of their how much i mean if you're a little uzi vert fan you are like a stan when it comes to him so i everyone that i know that likes him and even for me like as i've said a couple times on this podcast and i reviewed his album this past year eternal take thought it was pretty good i was very surprised uh, Denzel Curry. Everyone knows that I'm a huge Denzel Curry fan. I mean, he's one of my favorite artists. He's he's up on my wall uh, for uh, in my studio, and of course Anderson Pack as well. I mean, he's really based upon what this uh, podcast is really about. I mean, he was kind of this podcast was kind of bred through a love of Anderson Pack. If you uh, don't know the story, go go check out the very first episode we ever had in our catalog, and we reviewed uh, Oxnard, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, G Herbos had a great career. I thought even just recently, G Herbos' album this year was like one of the best he's had in his career, and also really the best, one of the best hip hop albums, or better, I should say, hip hop albums that's come out this year. Uh, Lil Dicky, I mean, how good is that show, Dave? Can we just talk about that for a second? Like, Dave might be, Dave and Atlanta are probably the two best hip hop or music driven sitcoms or shows that have come out ever in my opinion i maybe i'm maybe i'm like maybe that's recency bias or i'm missing one but with what gambino and with atlanta but more so lately with dave a little dicky's uh with with his show dave so funny if you have not listened or watched if you have not watched that show you need to i mean Every episode's like a half an hour. There's only 10 of them. You could probably bang it. Honestly, on a weekend, three hours, you could bang out the whole season. It's that funny. It's that good. Uh, check it out. And then other guys too, like Dave East. I mean, he's obviously a guy that, you know, in terms of like gritty street, lyrical, New York hip hop, he's a guy like he's one of the faces right now in that scene. And, you know, Yachty, Kodak Black, 21 Savage, not huge fans of those guys, but you can't really deny their popularity, all three of them, to be honest. My favorite of that that three bunch there is probably 21 Savage. But in terms of, you know, understanding what they've kind of meant for this for the hip hop culture, they're all pretty pretty big, you know, they're moguls in a sense from a lot of, of modern modern hip hop. So um, you know, and they're really they're staples. So definitely I think the twenty sixteen class is consistent. Um, there really isn't a bad pick other than designer. And I think they all really like besides designer. I mean, designers had his, you know, fair share of, of, of chart topping songs or, or one really, but, uh, the rest of these guys, you know, really have had very nice careers to this point. So 2016 class really solid. Uh, at number three, I got the 2010 class. Now the 2010 class definitely has some misses, uh, Donis, OJ, the juice man, Nah, I'm all set. And then two guys I, I would have hoped would have popped off a little bit bigger than they have. Pill and Fashan. Uh definitely don't think they're terrible, but you know, they just don't have the catalogs or really the the hype surrounding them that a lot of other artists do. But I think and to me, this class might have the best top tier talent. When you talk about J. Cole, Nipsey Hustle, rest in peace, uh Freddie Gibbs. Big Sean, who just dropped a fantastic album. I think Detroit 2 might be his best yet. And then J-Rock from TDE and Wiz Khalifa. I mean, those are some names. Like, if that's that's your top tier, your class, I mean, 
it's hard to argue. I mean, with J. Cole, he's he's top three. We know that. Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, those are, those are the top three. And Freddie Gibbs has slowly but surely over the last few years become probably my favorite rapper. Uh, you know, Bandana might be was my number two album from last year. I absolutely loved the one he did with Alchemist this past year, Alfredo. So, you know, to me, the 2010 echelon, upper echelon of, of that list is just, it's, it's tough to beat. So I definitely would go with that at them at number three. At number two, I'm going to go with the 2013 class. I, I think that there's a little bit more consistency amongst the 2013 class. There isn't as many misses. You definitely have Angel Hayes, who never really panned out. Kirk Bangs had a few here and there. Trinidad James was kind of a miss. But really, when you look at the rest of their list, it's very similar to 2010. I think that 2010 might have bigger heavy hitters, potentially. But I think 2013 might have more of them. Like 2010, they have a little bit guys that are a little bit bigger, like a J. Cole, Nipsey, and Freddie. But 2013's got Schoolboy Q. Joey Badass, Ab Soul, Logic, Action Bronson, Travis Scott. I mean, when you talk about modern hip-hop today, contemporary hip-hop today, really all those guys are synonymous. I mean, more so, you know, Schoolboy, Joey, Logic, Travis. I would say that those guys are, you know, A-list hip-hop artists. You probably can put Ab Soul and Action Bronson on maybe the B-list, but in terms of popularity, but in terms of like sheer talent, those two guys are certainly up there in the A-list. And then Dizzy Wright and Chief Keef, who have had really nice careers for themselves as well. So I really like the 2013 class a lot for their more consistency than the 2010 class had. But I flip-flop with this. I almost had 2010 at number two, uh, but in the end, went with 2013 class at number two. And then, of course, I, I think this is, to me, kind of, for, for me personally, I think this is a little bit obvious. Um, and that's the, the, the 2011 class, I think, is is, is go far and away uh, the best in terms of their their top-tier talent. So Lil B, not even going to go down that road with Lil B. He's, you know, he's an interesting one, to say the least. Not terrible, but not a guy I, like, love. Little twist, not even sure what happened to him. Obviously, Diggy Simmons didn't pan out. But I do want to take a minute, though, because Fred the Godson uh, was a New York-based rapper, and he died of COVID, which so just this, you know, just recently this year. So, of course, rest in peace. But he had an illustrious career as well. Not a lot of people talk about Fred the Godson. Uh, has much of an impact that he's had on the, on the hip-hop culture and scene that he has. But... Outside of those guys, you have Meek Mill, Kendrick Lamar, of course, Mac Miller, of course, rest in peace, YG, Big Crit, who's one of my all-time favorites, and then Sahai the Prince and Yellow Wolf, who again I would kind of put in the same category as Action Bronson and Ab Soul, where you know they're not like you know the highest A-list hip-hop artists, but again, have carved out nice careers for themselves and are super talented. So in terms of talent, I mean, with, with Kendrick and Big Crit, Mac Miller, YG and Meek Mill, it, it, that's, a, that's a tough echelon to argue there. Uh, I really think the 2010, 2013, and 2011 classes, those all could eventually, in, in turn, could be probably interchanged. Uh, those were really my top three classes. I couldn't, it was tough to separate them. 
but when it came down to it, I thought the 2011 class has been the best that XXL has come to offer. And now, my last segment of this episode, I want to talk about my freshmen. So if I were to pick, I actually, I whittled down about a dozen, so I have 12. Um, 12 artists I'm going to share with you guys today, just quickly to run through. These would be my personal selections, the turntable teachers freshmen. And we are going to start with, we're going to go in alphabetical order, and we're going to start with a guy, a friend, I should say, a friend of the show, just came on. He was on episode uh, 28 of the Night School series. He was a guest speaker on that. Berkeley College student, alternative hip-hop artist, Aristotle Jones. He's from the Boston area, originally from North Shore, Mass. And in terms of the Boston scene, I really do believe he is one of the most talented artists that we have around. He just came out with his brand new album, The World is Flat, which to me is one of the best hip-hop albums that have come out from the Boston scene this whole year in the last couple of years that I can remember. Like, I really love this album a ton. He, go check out that guest speaker episode that we have. Like I said, episode 28, Aristotle Jones. He had so many great things to say. It was a really fun episode to do. And he's an artist that I think is only getting better and is only going to improve in terms of the recognition that he's getting and that he's going to have down the line. I, I truly believe that when we look back in five years, he's going to be a national, a nationally known artist, in my opinion. So Aristotle Jones would be my first selection for my XXL freshman list. Second is another Boston artist, believe it or not, and that is Bia, a rapper and singer. She's had a very illustrious career already. I'm shocked, actually, to be honest with you, that she wasn't up for a XXL uh, selection in the last few years that it really it really does shock me she was signed or still is signed I'm, I'm, I'm a little unclear on when she was signed or if she still is but pharrell signed her to the rca label i think it was back in 2014 so i'm not sure what where she stands on that now but lately she's been dropping a ton of great music her cover girl single is fantastic definitely really really good you guys gotta go check that out she's worked with ti she's worked with Jennifer Hudson, Jay Balvin, Kelly Uchis, uh, Kiana Lee. She was even on uh, Russ's last album, the song Best on Earth. B is an artist. If you're not, whether you're from Boston or not, an artist you need to check out. She's been really holding it down for, for Boston for the last couple of years. And, and she's probably one of the bigger artists at this point that we have uh, from the area. So big shout out to, to Bia for sure because she's, she's doing amazing things. I think she's well-deserving of a freshman uh, a freshman selection for us. Next, I got Collaborate, and he is from Sacramento, California. He's another rapper, and he has a very uh, introspective lyricism. He really reminds me, if, you, if you're if you a fan of the Dreamville uh, Collective, you are going to love this guy. I believe even J. Cole might have co-signed him or like listened to him a couple years ago, and we're like, oh yeah, man, this guy's dope. But definitely go check out Collaborate. He is really doing some awesome things in hip-hop has been for the last few years i really recommend his album from 2017 called real person he had three songs on there in particular that i really liked the title track real person bank robber which is an absolute banger and for willem uh, like i said very soulful introspective um, heady bars that if you are a dreamville fan you're gonna love this guy had a new album last year come out called hear me out that i thought was pretty good 
Uh, he's definitely a guy that you want to check out for sure. Next on this list, the winner of Netflix's Rhythm and Flow, D Smoke uh, from Inglewood, California. I mean, if you've been a fan of this show for a while, you know how much I love this guy. I did a whole blog on him. I want to say really early in the year, right before. No, it was. I think it was right as. Yeah, it was right as a new his new album Black Habits came out. He's a teacher, so I found that to be super cool and very relatable. Uh, I think it's really nice to see or have for students to see that, like, you know, teachers have dreams too, potentially, or, uh, you know, that teachers are regular people that, you know, have dreams as well. Some, I don't, there's like a stigma with students, students see teachers out there like, oh, you shouldn't be here at the supermarket. Like, you, you should be in your classroom. So I can't even imagine what some of his students were doing, like, watching him on this Netflix show and winning it. For me, I thought, not running away with it, but the whole time I thought he was the clear favorite, despite the fact that Troy Mann, Flawless Real Talk, and London B were phenomenal finalists as well, not taking anything away from them. But I think D Smoke was the most talented in terms of, you know, just musical prowess and, and writing and really instrumentation and understanding melodies and just the whole music theory sense. He, you can tell he really understands that. Um, it's funny to call him a freshman because he's probably the oldest one of this group, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that. I think I think that he is. But he is just such an amazing performer on top of all the, the, the musical talent that he possesses. And, of course, he's brother of Sir from TDE, so you know he has that connection too. And, yeah, like I said, guys, if you want more on D Smoke, go check out that Black Habit. Go check out that Black Habits album. It's really good. And if you want more on my take on it, I reviewed, like I said, I reviewed that that album and really talked about his journey in a blog post uh, on our website. So make sure you go check that out too if you uh, you're a fan of D Smoke and, and you want a little bit more uh, commentary on him. Next on this list is Deontay Hitchcock, uh, Atlanta, Georgia rapper, was featured on Dreamville's uh, Revenge of the Dreamers Three. I thought his verse on that album was excellent. Uh, he just had a debut album called Better, where he had Jid and Black and Miguel featured on there. Really just thought it was a solid project. I think that as a rapper and as an artist, he's a guy to look out for in the next couple of years. He's definitely getting the Dreamville cosigns uh, as well. So again, kind of like going off that if you're a fan of Dreamville, another guy to check out. And it's interesting because he doesn't really sound like he's from Atlanta with his music, which is surprising. Um, not surprising. I shouldn't say that, but he doesn't. He's not the stereotypical like Atlanta sound. So I, I think that's super cool too. So he's another guy. I'd definitely go check out uh, Deontay Hitchcock. My next selection is probably at this point that I'm recording this. This could change, obviously, but at this point, probably my favorite artist in this whole list, and that's Dominic Fike, Miami, Florida. In, uh, indie alternative hip-hop artist is how I would probably describe him, but really, he's just like a genre blend mash of a ton of different things. Uh, most synonymous with the song Three Nights, where if you don't think you've heard it, you might have, and if I know some people that like, I say, oh, you know Dominic Fike, and they're like, nope, and then I play Three Nights, or even the song Phone Numbers with Kenny Beats that dropped in 2019. I'd show them one of those two songs, and they're like, Oh, wait, I do know this guy. So if you don't think you know him, you might check him out. But there's two albums in particular I want you to guys go check out if you're if you're literally looking for some Dominic Fike. The Don't Forget About Me demos from 2018 are amazing. Really just more in the alternative indie inside of things. 
And then his new album that just dropped this year, a couple of days ago, uh, What Could Possibly Go Wrong, is to me by far his best full project. I think it's one of the best albums of the entire year. I think no matter what kind of music you like, you can get into Dominic Fike. <laughs> that was a bar. Sorry. Uh, but in, anyway, real serious. in all seriousness, I think that Dominic Fike is one of those artists that we're going to look back on five to ten years from now, and we're going to say that, that guy really, really changed what music could be and what it could sound like. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Could just be uh, hedging my bets there. Maybe a little biased because I really like Dominic Fike a lot. And also, um, you know, so take that again with a grain of salt. He's done some work with Brockhampton. People know how much I love Brockhampton. So again, I'm I'm very biased with this whole thing. But to me, I think Dominic Fike is one of the best artists, young artists up, coming up right now. His story is amazing. He even has a really cool documentary. It's like 30, roughly 35 minutes maybe on Hulu that the New York Times did. And I want you guys should definitely go check that out too. Uh, in synonymous, if you if you like his music, that that documentary kind of is good insight to Dominic Fike as as a person. So uh, definitely go check that out. Next on this list is Healy, and he is from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, another indie artist that uh, more on the lo-fi side of hip hop had an album called Sublux in 2017 that I really liked. The song Unwind, that was a, a single on that on that album, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that was one of my top 50 songs of the 2010s. I did that blog as well. So, you know, if you're a new fan or an old fan, haven't checked any of our blogs, go kind of go down the rabbit hole, read some of those, and you'll find Unwind there for sure on, on that specific blog. Uh, and then he had two singles this year that were phenomenal. Nike's On and my personal favorite of the two, Second Wind. So good, guys. Spoiler alert, it's going to be on my top songs list at the end of the year. I just don't see how it doesn't make the list. Uh, where, I'm not sure, but it'll be there. So either way, Healy, very deserving of this list, no question. Next, uh, I mentioned him a little bit earlier in this episode, uh, JPEG Mafia. He's from Detroit, more of an experimental hip-hop artist with a great uh, industrial sound. This is a, a guy that it's going to be tough to get into initially. The entry point, I feel like, for him would be his new song, or one of his most recent songs, Bald, uh, which was on my top 20 songs of the mid-year 2020, and he's dropped a slew of singles so far this year. He's weird, he's wacky, he's interesting, um, he's not your average Joe, we'd say, right? He's very, very different uh, in terms of sound, in terms of song structure, in terms of his lyricism and his flow patterns, so... He might be a little grating to start, um, but sit with it. If you like experimental music, I think you're going to love this guy if you don't already. Two albums to go check out. Veteran in 2018 was really great, and All My Heroes, Our Corn Pulse from last year was a pretty solid project as well. And I've continued to like JPEG Mafia the more I listen to him. So definitely a guy that you know takes a little while. Um, not as easy on the ears as some a guy like Dominic Fike or Healy potentially. But if you're into that stuff, I think he's great. Go check him out. This next artist I think might be, I'm surprised. I'm actually shocked, to be honest with you, that he didn't get a selection on this year's XXL cover. I would assume he's probably going to be on next year's if he stays on the trajectory that he's on. But to me, this is the most obvious choice is Kid Leroy. 
most people know him. He's more synonymous with like a Juice World, you know, really playing off the emo, pop, rap, even R&B. Like I said, I think this was the most obvious choice really out of the whole list I have here. The new album, Fuck Love, is a really great uh, song, Go, with Juice World, as I mentioned, uh, just mentioned earlier. The song Selfish is probably my favorite on that project. And the kid's only 17 years old, so he's only going to get better. He's only going to improve. And I think that he has a long, successful career ahead of him. Uh, three left, and uh, that'll wrap up today's episode. Uh, Kari from Providence, Rhode Island, is my next selection from my freshman list. And I've been a fan of Kari for about a year now. Um, I, he opened up for Ryan Carveo. That's where I first kind of got into him. You know, I was very impressed with his set, and I went on and listened to some of his music, really enjoyed it. His new album that came out this past year, um, This Is Weird, I think is his biggest and best yet. He had Code of the Friend uh, as a feature on that, which Code of the Friend easily could have been an artist I put on this list that didn't make it, but a guy that could have made it. Uh, He really just has a smooth, jazzy, soulful approach to his music. I would consider him an alternative hip-hop and like neo-soul artist. So if you're into that kind of music, I would definitely go check out Kari. But again, he's he's, he's a New England guy. Definitely wanted to give him his due diligence. I think This Is Weird is, again, one of the better hip-hop albums I've heard this year as a, as a whole. And it's creative. It's unique. Uh, it's not your average you know song you'd hear on uh, music you'd hear on the radio. So definitely go check out Kari for sure. He is a lot of fun. And uh, go check out his Instagram, too. He's got some really fun like promo videos and funny dances that he does for his music. So he's just, he's just an awkward, really weird guy, but... Uh, in in all of the best ways possible. So, the next artist is another Boston artist. I got Red Shades. Spoiler alert: she will be on the show very soon. And uh, she's a hardcore contemporary hip hop artist. I would probably call her. But really, to me, her biggest calling card is her lyricism and her vocal command. When she gets on a mic and you listen to her spit, she's like. You, you you immediately everything else that you're doing or whatever you're just like you're focused on shades because she is so engaging and you know I, I just really enjoy a lot of what shades brings to the table her new album feel the aura is by far her best yet it's, i think to me i think it's a breakout album for her and with the world is flat definitely one of the better hip-hop or really best hip-hop albums to come out of boston this year i think she's destined for stardom i think that she has a good brand and an image that really works i think she's talented beyond measure and for and honestly i think the sky's the limit for her She's one of these artists, I think, over the next couple of years, you could really see pop off. I mean, she's been featured on MTV. She's been on Fox. She's been on Hot 96.9 and Sirius XM. So she's getting out there. I think it's really just a matter of time. There's going to be one song that's probably going to go viral for her, and that's going to be it. And she's going to be an artist that we all are talking about. I firmly believe that her and Aristotle Jones, I think, are are two that are going to really make it in the next five years so red shades huge shout out to her cannot wait to sit down and talk to her uh coming up in just a couple of days and uh that episode that uh, episode will be out in just a few weeks from where this is uh where this is uh coming out so definitely check that out once it drops and last but not least i have sylvan lequeux formerly uh quest he used he toured a lot with logic a while back that's actually how 
uh, me and Sam actually got onto him. He's from Miami, Florida originally, and uh, really a jack of all trades uh, hip hop artist, in my opinion. Does contemporary hip hop really well. He does trap pretty well. He does some soulful stuff. His very melodic deliveries and thoughtful, introspective lyricism. I kind of think that he's pretty similar to collaborate in a way with with the introspective lyricism. And in 2014, he dropped this mixtape, Searching Sylvan, which is, in my opinion, one of the best mixtapes of the 2010s, without question. My buddy Sam, or our producer Sam, I should say, uh, would definitely agree with that. I think he just ordered the vinyl, too. So last couple of years, though, he's rebranded himself as Sylvan LeCue and has quietly dropped some pretty incredible projects. Far From Home is, is awesome. I love that one. Uh, but more so, in my opinion, the his most recent effort, uh, apologies in advance. There's a track on that called Grateful that is just so good. Definitely make sure that uh, you give that one a shot too. And then he's got a new demo tape out as well um, on Audio Mac specifically. And it's called No More Apologies that's also worth checking out. I just think this guy does not get enough credit for what he's done as an artist. So those are my uh, those are my freshman uh, picks, guys, for my list. So Aristotle Jones, Bia, Collaborate. D Smoke, Deontay Hitchcock, Dominic Fike, Healy, JPEG Mafia, The Kid Leroy, Kari, Red Shades, and Sylvan LeCue. Those would be my selections. And yeah, so guys, thank you so much for being here on today's episode. This was this one was a lot of fun to do. Uh, we will be back next week with another guest speaker episode. And uh, make sure you go check out our very first Right Mind episode. That is going to be out in just a few days uh, from the release of this episode. So it really is actually should be the next one in the catalog if you're listening to this a couple days after the release or weeks potentially after the release uh, of this one. And yeah, guys, as always, follow us on Turntable Teachers for all the latest. Head to our website, www.turntableteachers.com for all the latest blogs and uh, much more on there as well and merchandise so uh support the podcast in any way that you guys can i always like i said we over here we really i'll speak for us all as a whole but really appreciate all the support and excited for what is in store guys so until next time again thank you for being here i'm mike the turntable teachers and class is officially dismissed Turn, 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 turn,